Well, good morning. It's a um, it's a Monday morning here in New Zealand. You'll probably hear a bit of click clack. That click clack is a well-known sound. It's called jandals or flip-flops, flipping and flopping. Jandals. That's a Kiwi term for what originally was called Japanese sandals and uh, it's been abbreviated and made up into a new world, new word, sorry, called jandals. I'm wearing a pair of jandals, walking Jaeger the dog. You can probably hear this clip, or this flipping and flopping, flip-flops in uh, Australia. I don't really know what they call them in different parts of the world, but they're rubber and they're noisy. When you're making a podcast with a, a phone, and uh, the mic or the headphones, you wouldn't believe how much this clipping and this, I call it clipping and clopping like a sort of, like a horse, but the flipping and flopping comes out quite remarkable. Maybe you hear birds as well. Certainly that's what I can hear. There's, there's cars here, but not many, which suits me well. I'm not into sort of walking on busy roads, however, it's, uh, it's something that you can't avoid when you go for a walk. Walking is really, really important, I think. For your health and peace of mind, a great time to think as well. And if you have a dog, well, I believe in Germany, it's illegal not to walk your dog every day. How's that, eh? So, allegedly, if you're in Germany and you don't take the dog for a walk one day, you can be breaching the law. Amazing. However, a dog's health and a person's health is, you know, probably in good um, symmetry when you're, you're both walking for your health. But mentally, it's, it's a great time to think and plan. Um, thought experiments like uh, Einstein. Einstein did. Thought experiments, pretty amazing. 99% perspiration from 1% inspiration. Who was that? Edison. Who also said, if I remember rightly, most people don't like opportunities because it comes dressed up in overalls. In other words, some people don't like to do work or hard work or be pressured. So on a day like today, you think of the events that have happened and, and what, what can happen and what do, you, what do you plan to do about it. On the weekend, you may or may not have heard, New Zealand's rugby team, the All Blacks, lost for the very first time to Argentina, who, who also play rugby. They're not just a soccer, soccer mad country. They do play rugby and their country team is called the Pumas as in the uh, as in the South American jungle cat the puma and um, they won now they weren't expected to win they'd had a few uh, people recovered from COVID they hadn't played for 402 days and the All Blacks you know have never lost to the to the Pumas I believe they're drawn I think once but in about 30-odd games, or 30 games, they never lost, and they were beaten by the Pumas. 
Why did they get beaten? Well, in comparison, they were lackluster. But the Pumas, according to the captain, during the game, were playing for more than points on the board. They were playing for their country. Not an overly jingoistic type of attitude, but one that really made, made relevance in everyone's heart, who was an Argentinian, who was a rugby player or supporter. They were playing for their country. This is in response to the referee suggesting that they don't retaliate when being pushed. He said, well, we will. And remember, we're playing for our country. All the worst of those effects. You'll see similar instances where the little guy defeats the big guy. It's team culture. It's patriotism. Jingoism. It's that belief, that self-belief that you're part of a team that represents other people, including the downtrodden. It's a very, very powerful thing that can move mountains. Faith moves mountains. Self-belief and a, a cause, and a belief in that cause. Now, from a business point of view, well, I don't expect that to be sort of happening to the fore. Maybe in countries like Japan and other countries where you may, well, I don't know about now, but certainly people would work in one, for one company all their lives and be very, very patriotic, loyal to their company. In a sports team, particularly one, well, here's a, here's a noisy chappy. Let's just walk across the road here. Particularly... Um, Nowadays, when they're playing quite a lot, it's actually hard to fire up a favourite team, isn't it? You think about that. Is it easier to fire up the little guy than keep the, the big guy on top without being accused of being arrogant or without being ineffective? Because ineffectiveness is when you, you lose that edge. So keeping that edge, although this is cliched to the max, <laughs> The irony of that statement alone is that when you're top of your game or you think you're top of your game, the big issue is can you stay there by keeping your team, be it yourself, you and your dog, or you and other people, can you keep that team on edge enough to maintain the edge where you, in fact, can go ahead out there and meet the challenges just as much as you were, you, you were doing when you were a small, a small company, a younger company, a company that had little chance of success, but for some reason, you got your act together with others and you did something remarkable. That is what we're talking about here. We're talking about here maintaining an edge when you're tired or when you're, you're complacent. It's very, very difficult. So the answer is don't get tired. Don't get complacent. Look out always for arrogance or the perception of arrogance in the public space. Very, very bad for business. When you, you think you're number one in the marketplace or certainly up there in the marketplace, 
and you have this perception in the marketplace of being arrogant. What happens is people start looking at, you know, well, how about, how about number two? Excuse me, how, how, are they, how are they to work with? They start looking at number two, they start looking at number three, and they start saying to themselves, I do believe that um, the, uh, the number one in the marketplace is a bit too arrogant. I think they need to be, to be taken down a peg. And you'll find, oftentimes, that there's actually a collaboration of effort for people who may not even have that type of agenda to get together and to have that notion that this is not on, that the arrogant company needs to be taken down a peg. So let's go with the number two or the number three competitor. And that is what's happening. Good morning. Morning. And uh, it's something to be very, very aware of. So, what do you do? Do you, ha- do you have a? Do you actually have a? Um, do you have a team? A team culture person? Yeah, maybe that might be a good idea. But in reality, the team culture person should be the CEO. Should be the driver of culture. Should be the person who founded the company or got a CEO to drive the company and promote that team culture. What, so what is the biggest enemy of team culture? Well, if I was to look at the All Blacks, I'm not saying they're arrogant, but definitely a perception of arrogance. The, the desire to back the, um, the little guy, I think that's definitely... Um, Human nature. Morning. Morning. How are you? Very good, thank you, mate. If we were to look at the betting odds of the world's most favoured boxer versus a total novice, there's probably someone out there who will always bet on the novice, even though that person knows the novice has no hope in hell. I'll probably even get past the first minute or two. However, some people bet for reasons of, you know, let's make some money. But others bet because, you know, they want to have the thrill of this or that. They're not going to get the thrill from betting on the favourites and making small percentage each time. They're going to get the thrill of backing a complete favourite, a complete um, underdog, who they may not even know or respect. So don't take it that just because someone backs you that they're backing you for the right reasons. Take it as the fact is that you've got to back yourself more than others back you. You've got to earn their backing. You've got to earn their respect. And when you've got it, my goodness, you've got a hard job ahead of you because you've got to maintain it. Constantly innovate. Do which is right. Do which is good. And be that person who epitomizes the company culture. If you're talking about a company, that you promote and you want other people. Now, leadership, we'll talk about some other time, but leadership in today, a COVID world, requires a lot more thinking. However, as some people have proven, you can do things in a different way and accomplish aims. If you're in retail, well, my goodness, that's a difficult, difficult thing. 
because people aren't going to be there to shop in your shop. You might be going online, and when you're online, you're competing with everybody else. So, whilst it may appear to be online as the answer, it's online plus that you need to be doing. Online plus. If you've got a retail store, well, you've got a major problem. How do you get people there? How do you keep them there? How do you get them back again? How do they park? All sorts of issues. However, what has been known in the past is online fixes things. But what about when online becomes swamped with millions of online, including lost leaders, millions of online uh, offerings? You've got to do things. And, and what happens is if you can promote your company culture or your customer culture, why do we love our customers? Why are they important to us? We've got uh, a couple of things to give away. Why are we giving them away? Because we love our customers. So this month, we're giving away 10 things of real good interest. We've done a few surveys. Our customers love this. We're going to give 10 of those away this month to 10 um, customers who have made a statement or done something that we think is pretty cool. We're going to respect their involvement by giving them something that we think they like. Now, it doesn't probably, doesn't think, we don't think that a, uh, a trip overseas is going to be is going to be the way to go because of the COVID scenario. It might well be an item. I don't think giving a year's free um, product or services is going to be the way to go. Although it sounds good, I actually think it needs to be more than that. I think it might suck personally. Yes, it's okay, but you know, a weekend that's, you know, kind of only oh, yeah, okay we don't have to pay for you which is great but you, you're you're saving money but where's the excitement in that there's an excitement in the initial endorphin uh, you know swamping wave comes along but after that i would i would suggest that um it needs to be a little bit more simplistic an item totally uh so we say um, out of kilter with, with what your business is, but in a good way. An item might be extremely fantastic. So have a think about that. Well, wherever you are, have a great day. I do hope you enjoy yourself and do some good thinking. And let's talk about the way we can uh, institute good team culture to get that winning match under our belt. Okay, bye-bye.